Part two, chapter three of the history of the devil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chad Horner from Liverpool. The history of the devil by Daniel Defoe. Part two, chapter three of the manner of Satan's acting and carrying on his affairs in this world, and particularly of his ordinary workings in the dark by possession and agitation the devil being thus reduced to act upon mankind by stratagem only it remains to inquire how he performs and which way he directs his attacks the faculties of man are a kind of a garrison in a strong castle which as they defend it on the one hand under the command of the reasoning power of man's soul so they are prescribed on the other hand and can't sally out without leave for the governor of a fort does not permit his soldiers to hold any correspondence with the enemy without special order and direction now the great inquiry before us is how comes the devil to a parley with us how does he converse with our senses and with the understanding how does he reach us which way does he come at the affections and which way does he move the passions tis a little difficult to discover this treasonable correspondence and that difficulty is indeed the devil's advantage and for aught i see the chief advantage he has over mankind it is also a great inquiry here whether the devil knows our thoughts or no if i might give my opinion i am with the negative i deny that he knows anything of our thoughts except that those thoughts which he puts us upon thinking for i will not doubt but he has the art to inject thoughts and to revive dormant thoughts in us it is not so wild a scheme as some take it to be that mr milton lays down to represent the devil injecting corrupt desires and wandering thoughts into the head of eve by dreams and that he brought her to dream whatever he put into her thoughts by whispering to her vocally when she was asleep and to this end he imagines the devil laying himself close to her ear in the shape of a toad when she was fall asleep i say this is not so wild a scheme seeing even now if you can whisper anything close to the ear of a person in a deep sleep so as to speak distinctly to the person and yet not awaken him as has been frequently tried the person sleeping shall dream distinctly of what you say to him nay shall dream the very words you say we have then no more to ask but how the devil can convey himself to the ear of a sleeping person and it is granted then that he may have power to make us dream what he pleases but this is not all for if he can so forcibly by his invisible application cause us to dream what he pleases why can he not with the same facility prompt our thoughts whether sleeping or waking to dream is nothing else but to think sleeping and we have abundance of deep-headed gentlemen among us who give us ample testimony that they dream waking but if the devil can prompt us to dream that is to say to think yet if he does not know our thoughts how then can he tell whether the whisper had its effect the answer is plain the devil like the angler baits the hook if the fish bite his lies ready to take the advantage he whispers to the imagination and then waits to see how it works as naomi said to ruth chapter three verses five and eighteen sit still my daughter until thou know how the matter will fall for the man will not be at rest until we have finished the thing thus when the devil had whispered to eve in her sleep according to milton and suggested mischief to her imagination he only sat still to see how the matter would work for he knew if it took with her 
he should hear more of it and then by finding her alone the next day without her ordinary guard her husband he presently concluded she had swallowed the bait and so attacked her afresh a small deal of craft and less by far than we have reason to believe the devil is master of will serve to discover whether such and such thoughts as he knows he has suggested haven't taken place or no the action of the person presently discovers it at least to him that lies always upon the watch and has every word every gesture every step we take subsequent to his operation open to him it may therefore for aught we know be a great mistake and what most of us are guilty of to tell our dreams to one another in the morning after we have been disturbed with them in the night for if the devil converses with us so insensibly as some are of the opinion he does that is to say if he can hear as far as we can see we may be telling our story to him indeed when we think we are only talking to one another this brings me most naturally to the important inquiry whether the devil can walk about the world invisibly or no the truth is this is no question to me for as i have taken away his visibility already and have denied him all prescience of futurity too and have proved he cannot know our thoughts nor can any force upon persons or actions if we should take away his invisibility too we should undevil him quite to all intents and purposes as to any mischief he could do nay it would banish him the world and he might e'en go and seek his fortune somewhere else for if he could neither be visible or invisible neither act in public or in private he could neither have business or being in this sphere nor could he be in any way concerned with him the devil therefore most certainly has a power and liberty of moving about in this world after some manner or another this is verified as well by way of allegory as by way of history in the scripture itself and as the first strongly suggests and supposes it to be so the last positively asserts it and not to crowd this work with quotations from a book which we have not much to do with in the devil's story at least not much to his satisfaction i only hint his personal appearance to our saviour in the wilderness where it is said the devil taketh him up to an exceeding high mountain and in another place the devil departed from him what shape or figure he appeared in we do not find mentioned but i cannot doubt his appearing to him there any more than i can his talking to our saviour in the mouse and with the voices of the several persons who were under the terrible affliction of an actual possession these things leave us no room to doubt of what is advanced before namely that he the devil has a certain residence or liberty of residing in and moving about upon the surface of this earth as well as in the compass of the atmosphere vulgarly called the air in some manner or other that is the general it remains to inquire into the manner which i resolve into two kinds one ordinary which i suppose to be his inevitable motions as a spirit under which consideration i suppose him to have an unconfined unlimited unrestrained liberty as to the manner of acting and this either in persons by possession or in things by agitation two extraordinary which i understand to be his appearances in borrowed shapes and bodies or shadows rather of bodies assuming speech figure posture and several powers of which we can give little or no account in which extraordinary manner of speeches 
he is either limited by a superior power or limits himself politically as being not the way most for his interest or purpose to act in his business which is more effectually done in his state of obscurity hence we must suppose the devil has it very much in his own choice whether to act in one capacity or in the other or in both that is to say of appearing and not appearing as he finds for his purpose in this state of invisibility and under the operation of these powers and liberties he performs all his functions and offices as devil as prince of darkness as god of this world as tempter accuser deceiver and all whatsoever other names of office or titles of honour he is known by now taking him in this large unlimited or little limited state of action he is well called the god of this world for he has very much of the attribute of omnipresence and may be said either by himself or his agents to be everywhere and see everything that is to say everything that is visible for i cannot allow him any share of omniscience at all that he ranges about everywhere is with us and sometimes in us sees when he is not seen hears when he is not heard comes in without leave and goes out without noise is neither to be shut in or shut out that when he runs from us we can't catch him and when he runs after us we can't escape him is seen when he is not known and is known when he is not seen all these things and more we have knowledge enough about to convince us of the truth of them so that as i have said before he is certainly walking to and fro through the earth etc after some manner or other and in some figure or other visible or invisible as he finds occasion now in order to make our history of him complete the next question before us is how and in what manner he acts with mankind how his kingdom is carried on and by what methods he does his business for he certainly has a great deal of business to do he is not an idle spectator nor is he walking about incognito and clothed in mist and darkness purely in kindness to us that we should not be frightened at him but tis in policy that he may act undiscovered that he may see and not be seen may play his game in the dark and not be detected by his roguery that he may prompt mischief raise tempests blow up coals kindle strife and broil nations use instruments and not be known to have his hand in anything when at the same time he really has a hand in everything some are of the opinion and i amongst the rest that if the devil was personally and visibly present among us and we conversed with him face to face we should be so similar with him in a little time that his ugly figure would not affect us at all that his terrors would not fright us or that we should any more trouble ourselves about him than we did with the last great comet in 1678 which appeared so long and so constantly without any particular known event that at last we took no more notice of it than of the other ordinary stars which had appeared before we or our ancestors were born nor indeed should we have much reason to be frightened at him or at least none of those silly things could be said of him which we now amuse ourselves about and by which we set him up like a scarecrow to fright children and old women to fill up old stories make songs and ballads and in a word carry on the low-priced buffoonery of the common people we should either see him in his angelic form as he was from the original or if he has any deformities entailed upon him by the supreme sentence and in justice to the deformity of his crime they would be of a superior nature and fitted more for our contempt as well as honour than those weak fancied trifles 
contrived by our ancient devil-racers and devil-makers to feed the wayward fancies of old witches and sorcerers who cheated the ignorant world with a devil of their own making set forth in terrorum with bats wings horns cloven foot long tail forked tongue and the like in the next place be his frightful figure what it would and his legions as numerous as the host of heaven we should see him still as the prince of devils though monstrous as a dragon flaming as a comet tall as a mountain yet dragging his chain after him equal to the utmost of his supposed strength always in custody of his jailers the angels his power overpowered his rage cowed and abated or at least awed and under correction limited and restrained in a word we should see him a vanquished slave his spirit broken his malice though not abated yet handcuffed and overpowered and he not able to work anything against us by force so that he would be to us but like the lions in the tower encaged and locked up unable to do the hurt he wishes to do and that we fear or indeed any hurt at all from hence tis evident that tis not his business to be public or to walk up and down in the world visibly and in his own shape his affairs require a quite different management as might be made apparent from the nature of things and the manner of our actings as men either with ourselves or to one another nor could he be serviceable in his generation as a public person as now he is or answer the end of his party who employ him and who if he was to do their business in public as he does in private would not be able to employ him at all as in our modern meetings for the propagation of impudence and other virtues there would be no entertainment and no improvement for the good of the age if the people did not all appear in mask and concealed from the common observation so neither could satan from whose management those more happy assemblies are taken up as copies of a glorious original perform the usual and necessary business of his profession if he did not appear wholly in covert and under needful disguises how but for the convenience of his habit could he call himself into so many shapes act on so many different scenes and turn so many wheels of state in the world as he has done as a mere professed devil he could do nothing had he been obliged always to act the mere devil in his own clothes and with his own shape appearing uppermost in all cafes and places so he could never have preached in so many pulpits presided in so many councils voted in so many committees sat in so many courts and influenced so many parties and factions in church and state as we have reason to believe he has done in our nation and in our memories too as well as in other nations and in more ancient times the share satan has had in all the weighty confusions of the times ever since the first ages of christianity in the world has been carried on with so much secrecy and so much with an air of cabal and intrigue that nothing can have been managed more subtly and closely and in the same manner as he acted in our times in order to conceal his interest and conceal the influence he has had in the councils of the world had it been possible for him to have raised the flames of rebellion and war so often in this nation as he certainly has done could he have agitated the parties on both sides and inflamed the spirits of three nations if he had appears in his own dress a mere naked devil it is not the devil as a devil that does the mischief but the devil in masquerade satan in full disguise 
and acting at the head of civil confusion and distraction if history may be credited the french court at the time of our old confusions was made the scene of satan's politics and prompted both parties in england and in scotland also to quarrel and how was it done will any man offer to scandalize the devil so much as to say or so much as to suggest that satan had no hand in it all did not the devil by the agency of cardinal michelieu send four hundred thousand crowns at one time and six hundred thousand at another to the scots to raise an army and march boldly into england and did not the same devil at the same time by other agents remit eight hundred thousand crowns to the other party in order to raise an army to fall upon the scots nay did not the devil with the same subtlety send down the archbishop's order to impose a service book upon the people in scotland and at the same time raise a mob against him in the great church at st giles nay did not he actually in the person of an old woman his favourite instrument throw the three-legged stool at the service book and animate the zealous people to take up arms for religion and turn rebellions for god's sake all these happy and successful undertakings though tis no more to be doubted they were done by the agency of satan and in a very surprising manner too yet were all done in secret by what i call possession and injection and by the agency and contrivance of such instruments or by the devil in the disguise of such servants as he found out fitted to be employed in his work and who he took a more effectual care in concealing of but we shall have occasion to touch all this part over again when we come to discourse of the particular habits and disguises which the devil has made use of all along in the world the better to cover his actions and to conceal his being concerned in them in the meantime the cunning or artifice the devil makes use of in all these things is in itself very considerable tis an old practice of his using and he has gone on in diverse measures for the better concealing himself in it which measures though he varies sometimes as his extraordinary affairs require yet they are in all ages much the same and have the same tendency namely that he may get all his business carried on by the instrumentality of fools that he may make mankind agents in their own destruction and that he may have all his work done in such a manner as that he may seem to have no hand in it nay he contrives so well that the very name devils is put upon its opposite party and the scandal of the black agent lies all upon them in order then to look a little into his conduct let us inquire into the common mistakes about him see what use is made of them to his advantage and how far mankind is imposed upon in those particulars and to what purpose end of part two chapter three